Hey, Smodco lovers, it's your good pal, Fat Kev Smith, checking in and telling you I love you and I want your money. That's right, man. I got to tell you about some housekeeping shit. Tell you where some Smodco, Podco stuff's happening. You can come see us at those places. Um, April 13th, man, next week. Again, that's a Saturday night, as per usual, but we're not going to be in the same place. Not the love it's that week. April 13th, man, we're in Long Beach. That's right. Hollywood Babylon returns to the Laugh Factory in Long Beach. Had a great show there uh, a month and two ago. We're coming back, doing it again. Tickets at csmod.com. That's a 10 o'clock show. Come out for late night giggles with me and Ralph doing Hollywood Babylon. Uh, And shy of that, folks, the rest of the month is all dedicated to something groovy. That's right. Jay and Silly Bob Super Groovy Cartoon Movie is going on tour starting in Atlanta, April 20th at the center stage. Then going to Washington, D.C. at the Warner Theater, April 21st. Terrytown, New York at the Terrytown Music Hall, April 22nd. Best Buy Theater in New York City, April 23rd. House of Blues in Boston, Mass., April 24th. The Keswick Theater in Glenside, Pennsylvania, that's near Philadelphia, uh, April 25th. And then uh, we roll over to California, uh, Sacramento, the Crest Theater, for April 30th. And then we get into May Dates. San Francisco, Los Angeles, Portland, Seattle, Kansas City, St. Louis, Chicago, Indianapolis, uh, uh, Michigan, uh, I'm just going to say Royal Oak, that's the name of the theater, Michigan, uh, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and then we're adding Texas dates, Canada dates later on, it's going on and on, man, the tour just begins on 420, that's coming up, so uh, go to, to csmod.com for tickets, or csmod.com slash Groovy movie. Uh, this week, Thursday, I think, is the final episode, season finale of Comic Book Men. Tune in Thursday night, 10 o'clock, man, and uh, see how we cap this year. If you're a Devils fan, you're going to want to watch. Uh, but shy of that, man, let's hand it off. Let's let's let you go to, to work. Here are the dulcet tones of another fine Smodco podcast. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to Bagged and Boarded, which is a podcast, I guess, kind of sometimes. Uh, I'm Matt Cohen, and I am going to be talking to myself today, which is not unusual for me, but uh, definitely unusual for this podcast. Now, I've been thinking about doing this, uh, or I guess I'm not by myself. Helmut, come here. You want to say something to the, the listening audience? You're you're a horrible performer. He's all talk, this guy, but but on the day, you know what I mean. He just clams right up. Um, I've been wanting to do this episode for a while to clarify some things and just and just uh, just talk to to you guys if there are any still of you left. Um, let you know what's going on in my life, what's going on with the show, where the fuck it's been, that kind of stuff. Uh. But then I thought, you know what, who wants to listen to me talk? I mean, I've done I've done a few solo-ish things. Like, I think I've done a couple urine reviews or, uh, you know, movie top ten lists, which I've done by myself. But but never literally just, just this. And I was kind of hesitant to do it. But then I realized, 
wait a minute, every fucking podcaster on the internet opens their show with like 20 minutes of just them talking and doing plugs, so I'd be okay. Um, so here we are. Misty Dawn, my co-host, is uh, out of town right now. Um, I don't know why, and honestly, it's none of your business, so tweet her at me on Misty Dawn, ask her where she is. Um, I'm by myself, I'm with my dog Helmut, it is March, no, it's not even March. You guys, right, Helmut? He he hates when I'm inaccurate about uh, times and dates. It is April 3rd, 2013, and uh, I want to talk to you guys. We need to talk about Kevin, not the movie, and not, not Kevin Smith, uh, Kevin Garnett. The former basketball player. He was great, wasn't he? We should talk about that. Oh, my God. So good at basketball, Kevin Garnett. Um, no, you might be wondering where the show has been, uh, why haven't I been addressing where the show has been, where the show has been. I've got a lot of questions having to deal with where the show has been, and I would like to answer those questions for you by talking to you endlessly uh, by myself. So you're really, really lucky. Um... How do we do this? I don't know, man. I'm just going to uh, keep, keep talking, and it's, I'm sure it's not going to make any sense, and it's going to jump all over the place, but I feel like I owe you guys uh, something. Maybe maybe not an explanation, but at least a conversation, if that makes any sense. Uh, so when I started Bagged and Boarded, I was about 24 years old, I think. Um, also, there's going to be the most ums ever in this episode. So if you guys, if anyone out there is bored... And wants to cut together like a YouTube clip reel of all the ums from from this particular episode. Uh, I'll send you a tuppence or a halfpenny of your choice. You get to pick between the two. Tuppence or a halfpenny, man. They're they're worth their weight in uh, spaghetti. Or I'll send you spaghetti too. It's gonna be a weird one, guys. Stick in there. Um, when I started this show, I was I had just moved to L.A. I was working at a place called Angry Films, interning for a producer. Um. Jesse Rivers was a friend of mine from the View Askew message board who I got a job uh, working alongside me at Angry Films. And just from hanging out all day, you know, five days a week and, and bullshitting about movies and comics and weird stuff. And, you know, Jesse's so like John Wayne and divorce and stuff like that. He's a dark guy. But regardless, we realized, oh, shit, man, this might make a good one of those newfangled podcast things, uh, which we had just kind of heard about back in wow 2007 2008 whenever bagged and boarded started um so there really wasn't a precedent for what we were going to be doing and we just started doing it and the show for the first i don't know what two years was was just me and jesse talking to each other uh or fighting mostly and it was fun and i really enjoyed it and at that time uh Let's see, in the Jesse era of, era of Bagged and Boarded, I, I was just kind of trying to find my way out, <laughs> trying to find my way out here in L.A. Uh, I'm from New York. I moved out here to try to work in the film or entertainment business, what have you. The internship ended. I really can't talk without someone else here. Holy shit. I think we've realized, like, a weakness of mine. I can only form sentences when other human beings are around to hear them. We'll, we'll keep pushing on, though. Uh... The podcast, when I first moved here, uh, I, I was, you know, interning at that company, and then that ended, and I was just kind of screenwriting and, and looking for work um, and, you know, doing the comedy thing and stuff like that, just whatever I could do, YouTube videos, dumb stuff. I, I was basically trying to, to find the next move in my career, and during that time, Bagged and Boarded was great because it was, A, just a chance to hang out with Jesse, you know, once a week for an hour, hour and some change and just shoot the shit. Um... 
it was really great career-wise because it was the first time I got to have a conversation with people outside of my immediate friend group. And by that, I mean, I mean you guys and listeners. Uh, and it was something I realized I really enjoyed doing. And yeah, no, and it, and it was something I really, really look forward to. Bagged and Boarded quickly became the highlight uh, of my life back then. You know what I mean? It It was my thing. It was the one thing I had other than... Nothing really, other other than kind of loosely being associated with the View Skew family, but at that point, just for kind of being a, a I guess a, a a prolific boardy, if that sounds incredibly weird and pathetic, but that it's the truth. You know, I I really had not done anything of of measure for anyone to take notice, and then um, just in my apartment, I started to do a bag to board with Jesse, and two years later, we we had built up like a decent little following, shockingly so, and. uh and and I guess I kind of found out that that people enjoyed hearing me talk, which was a surprise because I've been told the exact opposite my entire life. So so bagged and boarded quickly became something I just did for fun to kind of you know drive my ego a little bit and and to hang out with Jesse became something that genuinely looked like it might I don't know if benefit my career but direct my career a little bit. So. Uh, around the end of, of the Jesse run of Bagna Boarded, I got a job on Cop Out working with Kevin Smith as a PA. And uh, that was, I mean, I've definitely talked about that in depth. And, and you know, I recorded, we recorded on Skype that summer when I went to shoot the movie in, in uh, New York. And when I got back, uh, pretty pretty soon after I got back from Cop Out, I'm going to say like three to four months maybe, you know, I, I think I wrote a screenplay in that time and, and just, you know, kind of hung around. But but quickly after that, Smodcastle happened, and that changed my life completely, entirely in one fell swoop uh, in the sense that, A, I, I, I finally had something creative and, and I finally had a job I was really, really, really happy about. And still am to this day. I mean, I have a fucking Smodcastle tattoo. Like, that, and I'm, I don't think anyone would, would take offense to this, that shitty little theater... Uh, on Santa Monica Boulevard, changed my life overnight, um, made me com- become an adult, uh, regardless, l- lots of stuff. And the other big thing that happened was Bagged and Boarded changed overnight because it had to. Basically, Jesse had moved to Alabama. Uh, I was like, we got to do Bagged and Boarded live at the Smart Castle. It only makes sense. Also, if I'm going to be working there, I really want to kind of do a show there. So the idea was to Skype in a live Bagged and Boarded with Jesse every week in front of an audience. I had rigged up a, a Skype uh, computer con- connected to a projector. I was going to project an image of Jesse basically onto like a big piece of plywood. So we were going to have like a hologram co-host. Fuck Tupac Coachella. I was there first, uh, but not before Hatsune Miku. If you are a fan of the Vocaloid movement in Japan, what up, my otaku? Uh, so me and Jesse were going to Skype the show in. I was going to have a hologram co-host. It was going to be wonderful. And then uh, after about three hours of tech, <laughs> trying out the tech, we basically decided it wasn't gonna it wasn't gonna work. Jesse also, and I mean he said it at this, he said it before, and I'll say it again. And I'm sure if you tweet him at Jesse Rivers or hit him up on Facebook, he'll tell you. Um, though he's got a new podcast now, he really wasn't into the podcasting thing for a while. Jesse was going through some big changes in his own life, and at that time, I I kind of felt, and this is the first time I've ever said it. Actually, this is gonna be like a fucking therapeutic pod, my friends. I hope you're still listening because. I need the reinforcement. Uh, at that time, I was like, well, I mean, that's a fucking dumb move. I didn't understand why Jesse would possibly give up something as fun as Bagged and Boarded and as kind of, you know, forwardly progressing as Bagged and Boarded. It seemed like the show was getting bigger, bigger, bigger and bigger, excuse me. 
and and more people were listening to it and i i just thought it was a silly career move of jesse to to uh withdraw as as wholly as he did now with some perspective and and kind of being in his shoes a little bit i completely understand and empathize and and we'll talk about that but jesse went away uh Luckily, Brendo, who who had done the Brendo Man Minute at that point, was was kind enough to step in and and fill the second seat. And after a few episodes of that, we we just I I think I randomly tweeted Alex Winter one day. I think that was definitely the first one. I know the first guest I ever had on the show was Bobby Moynihan, who I knew uh, from SNL fame, who I knew from from the Upright Citizens Brigade Theater in New York. And and I did that when I was working on Cop Out. I recorded that at the UCB. And then I think I did another episode with the creative team behind The People vs. George Lucas around the release of that film, which I was involved in kind of, sort of, but people still think I am. Um, I was in the movie. I just had nothing to do with it. Uh, so that was two guests. And I think uh, about the third week of Smodcastle, I just tweeted Alex Winter from Bill and Ted, and I was like, hey, man, I do a podcast. Do you want to be a guest on it? And he said yes, and he came down and... At that point, that was the best podcast I had ever done. I had never felt happier with a live show and any improv or comedy or anything since in my life. That that um, I can't remember Smodcastle Football Rules or I can't remember the title right now. But uh, regardless, that was the highest I've ever felt at that time doing a podcast. And I was like, oh fuck, this is it. You know, this is what this show is supposed to be. I get. To, I want to talk to people I fucking love, you know? I, I mean, I've heard a lot of other interview shows and interviews in general, and I was like, shit, man, I could do it differently. I, I, I could talk to people I'm only genuinely passionate about and, and people that I, I could talk to for hours off of a microphone. If we stick a microphone in front of us, it might be something people want to check out, and they did. And uh, we, we were on, like, what, Two years now, and and you know almost a hundred episodes probably of of interview shows, and we've had everyone from I mean Kevin Smith and Chris Hardwick to Kevin Eastman and 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 Michael Jai White and uh you know Team Unicorn and cast members from True Blood and Battlestar Galactica and musicians and voiceover actors and porn stars and prostitutes once that was an accident. Um, it's been amazing. Uh. And the show has evolved again when I when I finally kind of got a new co-host in Misty Dawn, who, who's one of my best friends, and um, who really, I, I, for a while there, I, w- I was kind of, I, I don't want to say I was riding too high on my own horse, but I definitely appreciate having someone here with me. And even if it's just to bounce things off of during an interview, it, it makes it feel a lot less about me. Uh, which is the opposite of the show we're doing right now. If I have a co-host there, and Misty has has not 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 that she didn't start great, but in her time on the show has become such a fantastic co-host and someone who I genuinely value and appreciate, and who I hope you guys love as well. Um, and she's like a lot. She has a lot more Twitter followers than me anyway, so it'd be dumb for me not to have her on the show. Regardless, uh, and so the Misty era, though it's been short-lived so far, I've been really enjoying it. But in that we need to talk about uh, something else that happened in my life in the last, I guess, year, which would be the amount of time Misty's been on the show. And the amount of time I've stopped doing the show, basically. And at this point, we don't need to, like, you know, fucking skirt around the edges here. Uh, we haven't. I don't do the show anymore. It's not a thought, which I, I feel... I don't know if guilty is the right word for it, but I feel... I, I feel disappointed with myself. You know what I mean? And look, after... 
80 or however many interview episodes we've done, I I had pretty much tapped out all my favors in terms of celebrity, you know, friends or friends of friends or people I wanted to chat with. So for my own, you know, to uh, for my own sake, it has gotten a lot harder to book guests on this show, especially also because in the time we've done this show, a billion other podcasts have started with people much more famous and talented than me who are who are you know, looking for guests. So whereas it used to be, oh, a podcast, I don't really know what that is, but it sounds cool. You seem like a nice enough guy. Now it's, oh, you're the 50th person who asked me to do their podcast this week. Fuck you, dude. Camel toad, whatever that means. So getting guests has been a little bit more difficult in general. Uh, so that's one reason that the pod has slowed down a little bit. But for that, in, in, you know, in that respect, I could have just been doing them with Misty like we did last time. You know, I, I the show started as me just chatting with a friend about whatever we felt like. So I, we're definitely not locked into having a celebrity guest every week. And that's my own fault for, you know, not actively trying to book them either. You know, I, I, I've gotten kind of lazy with that in the sense because, I don't know, I just feel like in a world... Eh, when we started doing this, the YouTube thing hadn't really taken off as it is, you know, big right now. Everyone didn't have a network or a podcast, and I just feel like I, I like being the dude who doesn't want anything of, of my friends. And at a certain point, I think even they would say, "Hey, man, why haven't you had me on your podcast?" First, I have to learn how to say the word. Why haven't you had me on your podcast yet? And I don't know the answer, so I'm going to start doing that as much as I can. The biggest change that happened in the last year and the biggest reason that Bagged and Boarded has not been happening as frequently or ever, basically, is I'm an entirely different human being than I was a year ago. I don't know if you could pinpoint the episode. Um, you know what? It was probably before meeting Misty, and, and she changed my life in a big way, but I don't want to get into too many personal things on this show. But basically, the last year of my life has been the happiest and saddest and most exciting and craziest and and just everything year of my life um you know when i started doing the show with jesse i was pretty much a fucking hermit you know i didn't leave my house ever i was gonna say a lot but ever you know i had a couple friends uh namely jesse <laughs> brendo and and other people associated with you know kevin smith or view askew and i was i was just so career focused that's you know i'd moved to la to work in entertainment, and fuck, that's what I was going to do. Why, why should I bother ha- making friends or going out or any of that stuff? That's not going to help me. I'm I'm not getting any younger. You know what I mean? You only live life once. So so that was my mindset for a really long time, and it was incredibly lonely. I mean, I talked. I don't know if I've ever talked about it on Bagged and Boarded, but I talked about it on having sex with Katie Morgan. I went like a good four years without you know going on a quote unquote date, um, because I I was. I was fucking miserable. <laughs> and what's funny is those four years are the, are as bagged and boarded. If you go back and listen now, and I know it doesn't sound like it, and I didn't really know it at the time, uh, it was the lowest point of my life. Only in the sense that while my career, I guess if you could call that, kept kind of marching on slowly, 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 I had zero personal life or or ambition of having a personal life even. Um, it It didn't matter. So... Once a week for an hour, I could muster up enough energy to fake a bagged and boarded because, I mean, I like to pride myself in being a performer, and to a large extent, this is performance. I mean, maybe not today so much as usual, uh, but I'm still, I mean, look, I'm not trying to be funny, but it's fucking difficult for me not to be. I'm sure you guys know that by now. 
so everything I do has a has a hint of performance in it, as I'm sure a lot, a lot of you know comedians and just insecure people in general do. So for those four years, I was able to yeah, an hour's worth of content that was totally cool. I mean, look, I didn't do fucking anything else in my week. It's the it's the least I could do was come up with with an hour's worth of content. And then in the last year, things changed. Um, and I've talked about it a little bit on this show, I think, but basically, Comic Con 2012 changed my life overnight. Uh, and and to a big extent, and I already mentioned Misty, but to to a bigger extent, the two people responsible for that, uh, whether they'd like to claim it or not, are uh, my friends Max Landis and Matt Bennett, who are, who are like my two best friends outside of Misty in the world, and who I hooked up with Comic Con. I'd known Max from this show, actually. We did an episode in Vegas, and um, and just suddenly I, I felt like I belonged. I had I had friends, you know, my own age with similar interests and. And I went from someone who never left their house at all pre Comic Con to since July I don't even remember what the fuck I've done. I, I I I go out almost every night, and I don't mean to sound like I'm a fucking party kid or anything, but I just have friends. I have a lot of really good friends right now, and I've had a lot of amazing memories and experiences, and I've I've finally learned the value of friendship. I mean, in those four years, I was intensely depressed all the time and I could never fucking figure out what it was. And I don't know if anyone's ever dealt with depression or, or chronic, excuse me, chronic depression. But for me, there's always a strange, I mean, unless, unless it's literally the girl I like doesn't like me. Yeah. I'm bummed out and I know why, but I don't think that's depressed. I think that's being bummed out. You know, this thing I wanted to happen didn't happen. I'm bummed out about it. Depression to me has always been kind of an untangible, like fuck. I, I don't know why I feel this way, but I know that I do, and there's nothing I can do to change it, and and fuck. And that's how I felt for many, many years, and I thought, um, you know, first I thought it was the direction my career was going, and maybe I wasn't, I wasn't happy enough. I used to be hard on myself for, for not being productive enough, or not, not having sold the script, or whatever fucking bullshit reasons I had to torture myself that was that, you know, or, and then of course I went to, well, fucking, you've been alone from the opposite sex for almost a half decade, Matt, maybe, maybe that is a big reason, so, it, I, you know, in the I, I, I started going dating again, and, um, about a year ago, and while, uh, while it's going well, I guess it's a weird thing to say, uh, while it's going a fucking billion times better than I ever expected in my entire life is a more appropriate thing to say, it didn't make me happy right away. And it wasn't that quick fix for my depression like I thought it would be. And I was still like, well, fuck. I don't get it. You know, my love life is finally to to where I think it's pretty damn good. You know, my career is going great. And yet I still can't muster the energy to really fucking care. Um, and then I had friends. And all of a sudden, within two weeks, I was not depressed. and And I wanted to fucking kick myself in the ass. Because for years, how did I overlook friends? You know, I look how many songs are like fucking what a, all about friends. You know, life is I, that was a weird example to make, but whatever. Uh, basically, there's a precedent out there for friends being important, and I just didn't value it. And uh, and finally, accepting that changed my life for the positive a thousand times. So, so suddenly, I went from not having any social life to being a little bit of a fucking celebrity. Uh, in the sense that just I was either this party or that thing or this, and you know what I mean. I know tons of people, and I go out to lunch and all this, all this fun stuff, and and it's awesome. And you'd think, oh shit, well you must have been super happy. Why didn't you keep doing bagged and boarded then? 
in a strange way, bagged and boarded has always been a bit of a cathartic thing for me, I think. Meaning, I never really had anyone to talk to before. And this was this was my voice to the world, you know? And I know Jesse's talked about his screenwriting being his voice, and I always kind of made fun of him a little bit. Because he probably, because he talked like this, too. So that's an easy reason to make fun of someone. But I didn't get it. And and now I understood that for the years I, I was depressed during Bagged and Boarded, which was pretty much the length of Bagged and Boarded up to this point, um, I was using it as a therapy session. You know, it was my ability to feel like I had some weight in the world. And suddenly I, I found myself with friends and in actual therapy um, because that's the other big thing that happened with, with a social life and a love life and all that sort of thing came the problems that that come with that sort of thing. Human human being problems, emotions, you know. Uh, the, not depression, not saying I got depressed again, but suddenly there was an entirely new set of problems I had to deal with and I didn't really have the skill set to deal with them because... Again, I'd never left my apartment. So the past year, while has been the best year of my life, emphatically so, it's also been a trying time in the sense that, like, I'm kind of learning how to how to how to be an adult, or not even to be an adult. I'm I'm learning how to have friends, and and you know, it, it it's been a very transitory time for me. And in that time, unfortunately, with all this other stuff going on in my life, I let bagged and boarded slip. And I apologize. And there's no excuse for it other than the sense that I just wasn't feeling it. You know, I, 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 in my mind, I would rather not do an episode than force an episode out. There have been a few episodes of this show that I was not in a good place to do beforehand. And I regret doing them because I think they're garbage. And, you know, people probably don't know the ones I'm talking about because I'm way more critical on myself than you guys will ever be. But I was just like, if I'm if I if I'm not ready to do bag and boarded, I'm not going to do bag and boarded. If I'm not ready to write a script, I don't work on a script because just putting words on paper isn't the same thing as writing. And me just talking on this show wasn't the same thing as actually presenting you with something I thought that was was quality. So I stopped doing it a little bit. Um, I'm now like a year into Matt Cohen version two almost, and in the last month or so. I've really, really, really hit a good click in terms of just everything being sort of imbalanced. And yes, I've still got, you know, the same problems that everyone else. Like, I'll have an amazing week, and then I'll be, you know, riding high on cloud nine, and all of a sudden, whether it be a girl problem or a work issue or just whatever the fuck it is, you know, will set me back a little bit. But I just, now my recovery time is that much quicker. In the past... When when something bad would happen, I don't even want to say bad, when something unforeseen would happen, because I'm a fucking control freak, I would panic and, and I would shut down for months, you know what I mean? Now, I've been there so many times and I now have kind of the coping skills that when, when life is life, I, I can deal with it, which is something I wasn't able to do before. So, in that sense, I've got to start fucking being responsible. I've got, I've got to start getting, you know, behind the ball a little bit. Look, I'm going to, like... I'm at the best place I've ever been, so for that reason alone, I gotta start taking care of my shit. And and number one on that list is honestly doing bag and boarded again because it is the least effort of anything I have to do. And it's silly that I don't just fucking do it. Look, I've already spoken for 25 minutes. You guys, this is nothing. I, this doesn't feel like work. I don't feel like a minute's gone by. I'm not. I'm not searching for content. I'm not. This isn't taxing in any single way. If I do this. For an hour a week, 
Bagged and Boarded is back, and the podcast will grow, and our numbers will get numbers will get higher again, and I'll start you know getting more guests and doing cool shit. So that's something I just got to do. I got to kick myself in my own ass, which I've said twice now. I got a thing for my ass, you guys, um, to do this show. That being said, there are a couple couple things that we've got to work out. For instance, Misty's work schedule only allows her to record three days a week. Now that's not a, a knock on Misty or anything, but it's a it's a fucking fact of reality I have to face. So when trying to schedule guests. It's tougher when you only have a couple days to offer them. So either I'm going to start scheduling weeks ahead and, you know, booking Misty's time preciously, or I'm just going to have to do a couple shows without Misty every once in a while and we'll divvy them up. And whatever it need be, I want this show to be on the air every week. I want you guys to know what's going on. I want to fucking make you laugh. I want to make you think. I want to make you a little bit aroused. You know, I, I want to be in your lives again. And And that being said... Thank you, everyone. I mean, every fucking Twitter follower, every podcast listener, everyone who donated to Geek, every, every everything. The fact that you guys deal with some of my uh, laziness, um, I, I can't thank you enough. I, I hope you know that it, it's not a personal thing. Um, it, or it's only personal for me, meaning, meaning you know, it's not... I, look, I don't want to let anyone down. I don't want to disappoint anyone. I, I want to make everyone as happy as humanly possible. But I finally realized, like, number one, I had to make me happy uh, before I could even attempt to shed some of that joy on other people. Um, and I think I'm there. So so it looks like the podcast may be returning. Um, I don't know if there's any more cathartic stuff to really get out, you know. And, and I, I, I'm sorry if that was a little awkward to hear. I, don't, I know some people don't like, some people don't like deep talk, as it were. But, but it's the honest to God truth. Um, my life is fucking weird, you know, and I'm at a place right now where I've got enough cool things going on that if I really, really focus and, and, and try and fucking work harder than I've ever worked before, I, I think I can achieve a lot of my dreams. And I think pretty soon, but in that, in that same time, if I don't, if I have these, all these really amazing opportunities presented to me, and if I don't work hard and I just kind of fucking sit back, like I've been known to do at times, uh, it's only my fault, you know? I will never be Hermit Matt again, and, and that has that has to start spreading to every aspect of my life. So, that being said, if you guys want to help, uh, fucking yell at me, man. You know, like, if, if, if... I know you guys are good enough about asking about Bagged and Boarded, but, but you have my permission to fucking call me out on it. Like, look, why would... Yeah, ask me why I haven't done the fucking podcast. If I don't give you a straight answer, ask me again. Like, I'm done... No more mysterious fucking delays. No more, oh, you know, we're taking a personal week. Bullshit. This, whatever is on this podcast now sticks. This is a motherfucking time capsule to be opened when I'm feeling lazy. Meaning, I, this, I want you guys to keep me honest. And, and this is, this is the realest this show has ever been in the sense that it's just me fucking talking to myself, basically. So... It it really is me exercising some demons, and this is what I really really want. So don't let me, don't let me go back to the dark side, you guys. Um, if if I don't have a guest scheduled, remind me that fuck. Don't you don't even have to remind me, but just hey, like I can do one with Misty. I can do one with any number of my friends. It doesn't have to be a guest every week. It doesn't have to, you know. Just I just want to do the podcast again, and I'm glad you guys are still sticking around. And I promise you that we are back. Um. You know, it might not be the same bag number you used to know. I don't mean in terms of quality, but I mean in terms of format. I might try some new things. I'm Whatever. I just want to have fun with it again. And in that sense, 
to, for me to have fun with it again, I got I to gotta keep it kind of interesting. So I think there's some really cool times ahead for Bagged and Boarded. I'm glad you guys are here. I want to kiss you all in the mouth. Okay. Let's move on to some other stuff uh, going on in my life. Geek. Now, hold on a moment. I, I have to... Full candor, I'm going to go smoke a cigarette. That's something else I want to stop doing, you know? Uh, my friend Sean DiPasquale, editor of my comic and uh, letterer to the stars, who's also been a guest on this show and a Brave and the Bold member, just read a book by someone named Alan Carr about quitting smoking, and he hasn't smoked in like two weeks, and I'm very excited to do that. I'm going to try it this weekend. Um, uh, yeah, it's just it's time is... I'm not a little kid anymore, so all my little kid excuses no longer are valid, and that's that goes from fucking smoking cigarettes to not turning in my podcast to not you know not meeting writing deadlines to not responding to friends' text messages, and I know that's not even a place for this show, but I, I want to be a fucking better human being, you guys, and I know a lot of it's been fun and games and fucking geek stuff up until this point, but I also think that outside of anyone in my personal life, you folks know me the best out of anyone because... You you've been here for for a ride of a, of a human being. I've, I've I'm definitely about eight people different than when you met me, and I think I think I think there might be some value in this. I think you I think some people might appreciate kind of hearing behind the scenes a little bit. Um, and again, this isn't this is far from a new feature on the show. I the, the show's about entertaining and about finding out about cool people and fucking just celebrating being a geek. But in the same sense, there's a real person behind it. Um, that I don't always let out sometimes. And uh, I thought it was time to, to peek my head out and say hello. So, on the geek front, uh, I don't know if you folks were kind enough to contribute to the Kickstarter, which we were thrilled enough to uh, have it be a success, but we Kickstarted, I say we, uh, myself, Sean Pasquale and uh, artist Axel Ortiz, did a Kickstarter back for, uh, for a graphic novel back in September that I wrote called... Geek. Now it's a story I wrote about a year and a half ago. Um, something I really, really am proud of, and uh, we were thrilled that that you folks seemed excited about it too. Now, back in September, uh, <laughs> the book was eighty pages long, or I think eighty-five. It was an average, you know, graphic novel trade paperback length. Um, Axel, who at that time uh, had just come off a bunch of projects and had his his plate entirely clear thought that he would have the book done by sometime in late January. Now, again, which is the theme of this show, and I think is the episode title, Life Happens, um, Axel got super busy with other work that he had to do, and me being the asshole that I am, uh, the book went from 85 pages to 130, because, you know me, I like jokes, and I had to put 40 pages more of them into a graphic novel. So... Axel suddenly was faced with the momentous task of penciling and inking 130 pages. Uh, February was not going to happen. Now, we originally intended for uh, the process to be a lot more interactive in terms of updates and, and videos and artwork and you know content like that. And then we quickly realized that it, it just wasn't going to happen like that. For me to update you guys on Geek every day, it would be literally me showing you the book chronologically page by page because it's not like we got big bursts of, of stuff to do you know I don't know if you guys have seen Axel's work but it, it's not rushed <laughs> to say the least it takes a lot of time and, and Axel's been giving it his all so the book has gone s slower than we'd liked it to without a doubt 
Now, that being said, all the things we promised originally in terms of, you know, guesting on Bagged and Boarded and the t-shirts and this and this and the access to the website, that's all still going to happen. But we really just want to wait till we're at a better place book-wise. I didn't want to start promoting a book a year and a half before it came out, and we really had no way of knowing what actual schedule was going to be artwork-wise. I'm happy to report that we're in the beginning of April, and Axel looks to be about you know, a month and some change away from, from finishing penciling and inking the book, which, in retrospect, is pretty damn fucking impressive that that dude could do 130 goddamn pages in, in that short of a time span. So as soon as all the artwork is in, that's when Phase 2 of Geek kicks in, and that's when we start doing the fun stuff. That's when we start the podcasts and the video blogs and interviewing people for the show. We start sending out the perks from Kickstarter, uh, Anthony Bachman's going to come in and color the book, which he promises will not take very long at all. Uh, and he's already been working on it, I should say. He's, he's you know, a little behind Axel, but he's on his way. Uh, Sean's going to letter the book. And then, you know, I don't want to put a date on it because we did that before and look what happened. But some as soon as possible, uh, Geek will be available on an internet near you and hopefully in comic book stores too you know we don't know we we have again it's a new thing for all of us in terms of self-publishing so i don't know exactly how it's going to go all i know is we're like fucking 30 pages away from this thing being done and it will be one of the happiest days of my life not because it's finally over but because it can finally begin and by that i mean you know geek in general um i can't wait till you people read this book and even if you didn't contribute to the kickstarter it'll still be available in different forms and i'm insanely proud of it Axel is the best fucking comic book artist I have ever seen in my life. Now, I say that with a little bit of exaggeration, but to put him in the top five would not be. This book is incredible and way better than my story deserves. So if it takes a little bit longer to get one of the best-looking graphic novels I've ever seen in my life, it's worth it. And again, you guys get about, like, almost almost doubled the story, and and I, just, I think it's turning out fucking fantastically. Again, we wish it could have come out a little bit sooner, but the work that has been done has exceeded anyone's expectations. So I am incredibly excited for Geek, and I hope you folks are, and uh, I'll be updating again as soon as, as soon as we get that art done. Shit's going down. Um... What else have I been up to? I I am lucky enough to currently be. I, I got a new job, guys. I I got my first writing job. Isn't that cool? I've always I've always dreamed of of uh being a professional writer, as you were. Um, you know, I'm trying to be a screenwriter, so I was lucky enough to to land a gig, where I'm I'm uh, you know I'm writing for a living now. Uh, and I'm fucking having an amazing time at it. I am I am uh, currently the. Uh, writing the newsletter for, for Tokyo Pop, which I don't know if you folks know is a massive uh, manga company from America that that's kind of transitioned into an online form. So I am writing for Tokyo Pop and and Nerdist News, uh, who's you know kind of relate uh, their their sister companies as it were. I'm writing like about three articles a week for Tokyo Pop, uh, two articles in a news roundup, and if you want to read those, you can just head over to Nerdist and, you know, look for Tokyo Pop and subscribe to the newsletter or check out the Tokyo Pop Facebook page. And I'm writing about anime and manga and Japan and everything I fucking love in the world, and it's so much fun. It's so great to be able to pitch an article and be like, hey man, can I write about anime-themed restaurants? And not only are people like, yeah... They're super excited about it, and I get to write an article about anime-themed restaurants, and I want to go to Japan and eat in all of them. So that's been an amazing time. Uh, 
I'm also going to be writing some stuff for Nerdist, you know, just, just straight out Nerdist News, Nerdist.com. And that's going to start up soon. You know, I went to WonderCon and did some coverage for them there. And I'm going to be covering Comic-Con and just, you know, some longer form pieces. Um, so if you want to read my writing, you can do so through the fine folks at Nerdist and Tokyo Pop. And again, right now, you just check out the Tokyo Pop newsletter um, and uh, and Nerdist soon. NerdistNews.com and Nerdist.com where I'm going to be uh, contributing. Um, starting with a new blog, uh, weekly blog and stuff like that. So I'm incredibly excited about that. Thank you, Chris Hardwick and Brian Walton and Dan Casey and everyone at Nerdist and Tokyo Pop. Uh, it's a dream come true. So I got that going on in my life, which is cool. Uh, Geek, which you heard about. Bagged and Border, which you're currently listening to. Holy shit, you guys. Other than that, you know, I, I, I fall into, um... I fall victim to something that a lot of people do, and I think a lot of creative people do, or at least people, you know, out here, and that's, I get super excited about a lot of things, and I might get a little more excited than I should, and that's something I've definitely, you know, had in the past where I've started projects that just have not materialized, or I've drastically overestimated my ability to deliver content on on a, on, a, on a timely basis in terms of you know just overextending myself so right now you know i'm i'm really the, those are the big 3 you know uh, bagged and boarded my writing gig with nerdist and uh, and geek and other than that you know, I, I perform comedies sometimes at, with Matt Bennett at this show is your show over at Nerd Melt, which you can check out on the Nerd Melt calendar or come see us live in L.A. Um, you know, and I've always got, like, web series cooking and, like, dumb YouTube vlogs. I'm going to start vlogging a lot more. If you guys have any interest, go to Camel Toad Productions on YouTube. Um, I'm going to start a series where I explain the meaning of all my tattoos. And I mean, like, the personal meaning and the stories behind them. I don't know, because people seem interested. Um... Just stuff like that. You know, you can always keep up with me on Twitter and Facebook. But I don't want to commit to any grand projects uh, until I can see the ones I'm currently involved in through. And that's that's the new big thing is that, you know, wow, that was a weird fucking noise that came out of my body. Um, kind of like the words that come out of my mouth today. Uh, I, I definitely want to make sure that I head in, into everything knowing exactly what's going to happen. So bagged and boarded, geek, nerdist, uh... Those are those are the priorities right now, and you can keep up with all those uh, with me on social media and stuff like that. And and I mean, I'm working on screenplays, stuff like that. You know, I've always I've always got other things cooking, but uh, those are the those are the biggies, and that and that's my main priorities right now. And uh, and especially the podcast. You know, we're back. I I have no excuse, even if it's this fucking every week. I look, I didn't not enjoy this. I like the sound of my own voice. So so you will have a bag and boarded every week, whether it be just me and Misty or just me or a celebrity guest or who the fuck knows. But the, subscribe because there will be a little stork-like delivery in your inbox every Saturday or whenever this goes up. Thanks to Will Wilkins, too, for, you know, keeping us real. Uh, on the other podcast front, you know, Team Jack, I don't know if you folks know, but I, I do another podcast on the Smodcast Network with Jack Morrissey called Team Jack. Uh, it's super fun, just a kind of a movie podcast. It started out with a twilighty tinge, but but I think you guys would really enjoy it. And and it's me, just and Jack, and guests talking about you know stuff you like, Battlestar Galactica and Star Trek and shit. So check out that Team Jack at a uh, Smodcast and iTunes. Big ups to Jack Morrissey and huge, huge, huge thanks to Kevin Smith for everything. We're now in like our 
fifth year of, of Bag- Bagged and Border being on the network, and uh, it's been a dream come true the entire time. And and you know, thank you for your support and everyone at uh, Smodco. And uh, and look for Jane Silent Bob's super groovy cartoon movie, which I have a line in. If you can tell me the line, I'll send you a no prize. Go see it. And other than that, folks, I I hope you all have been doing really well. I mean, if if this might be weird, but if anyone can relate in any way or wants to talk about anything I talked about today, you know, either hit me up on Twitter at Camel Toad or on Facebook, um, Camel Toad Productions, Bagged and Boarded. It's got a page, uh, or even email me Matt at smodcast.com. Because I, I hope, it's my hopes that this wasn't just masturbatory, even though I like that, too. No, my hopes is that not only have I kind of clarified, or I don't want to say given an excuse, but just let you guys know exactly what's going on with this show. But I hope that if anyone's ever gone through a similar thing of just, you know, dealing with life and, and you know, either not being able to or being able to and whatever it fucking brings with it, I hope you guys can relate a little bit. And uh, I want to hear from you. If if you want to talk to me, I guess. I don't know. I can't fucking wait to talk about like Jurassic Park and Walking Dead and shit. This is boring. Uh, but no, I really want to thank you guys for tuning in. Um, I apologize for any lapse in this show in the past and can only promise for things to get better in the future. And I want to thank Misty for being my co-host and I want to thank my mom and dad for having intercourse and me being birthed as a result. I like being alive. You guys are the best. Other than that, uh, this has been a really weird one. Guys, I'm Matt Cohen. It's been pegged aboard and it's been real. What? It's been a little too real. What? Begged and boarded. Jesse, watch lots of movies, get mad ladies, smoke mad doobies, begging boarded, it's a way in life, tell your friends, tell your moms, tell your hoe, tell your wife, coming at you on a weekly basis, kicking up pod for your sexy faces, who's the two free geeks you want to bone, in the secret podcast bunker all alone, on the internet we be the top crooks, we got issues and we only funny books, homie Jimmy Moore and the dinos are chilling, me and JR, we got the top villain, sit down, relax, and yo, we'll take a seat, get ready for the top podcast, you all agree, others spit loud, but I can spit faster, I'm Matt Cohen, I'm the Geek Master. I got everything you could possibly want in it. An hour of us in the Brento minute. I'm a little laid back and he's making a maniacal. Could we just talk shit? Who said the show was viable? Walking in the door, smoking bad Jimmy Moore. The listening from Alabama, all the way to Singapore. We're just two weeks and that's the topic of discussion. Had each other's boats on the green, on nothing. Quick stop at night, we're storming like a typhoon. It's not right, it's wrong. It's taking lots of bonkers. We're teaching every show, everyone celebrates. Cause we got comics, movies, and a little penetration. I regret every episode as soon as it's recorded. Cause I'm down to earth and matters out in orbit. We're not quite Right, our thoughts are distorted. So now we present to you another bag of boarded. Bagged and boarded, 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 bagged and boarded. Yeah. This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio. Sir, only at smodcast.com. <laughs>